Poppin' people, welcome back to another episode of Say Less with Kaz. Yo. Loki. Hello. And Rosie. What's up, Rosie? How you doing, Rosie? I want to know why my name is last. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you were the last to join. You were the last addition. I, I, oh, so just fuck me, just put me up there. Pretty much. Just, that's crazy. Yes, pretty much. I think I think we could put me in the, no, no, in the uh, middle uh, somewhere. We'll pause. Um, hey, yo. So, yeah, like, we're like... Hey, yeah, I'm in the middle right we're now. We're not that type of friendship, bro. Oh, don't fly to yourself. It's not that type of Oh, my God. First of all, the audacity of you two to think that that's what I want this friendship to be. I was just saying. That's disrespectful to me. First of all. Say sorry. You said put me in the you middle. Said, yeah, you started the whole middle conversation. The middle. We apologize. I don't apologize. I thought it was. <laughs> what you want? Like, I think it's a perfect. I think it flows nicely. Kaz, Loki, and Rosie. Yeah, what's like, about Kaz, Why you want Rosie, remove... Loki? No. Just saying. Just Bro, you got to put a little more years in. All right, think, think about it. Uh, that's what it comes down that's to. That's what it comes down so to. To be fair, Lo, you only put like eight months more than she put. <laughs> All right, but who has more? This is true. All right, then. So you got to put a little more. You... Hey, listen. All right, well, makes points. No, um, <laughs> did he, did he? yes, I did. I, that is a debatable point, but it's I just don't want to get into it because then we're gonna be here for like ten minutes. It's very debatable. It's very debatable. Speaking of being here for for speaking of being here for ten. Uh, more points than we need to. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube or seeing us on the, our uh, socials, uh, we are here at the future home of Chef for Hire. Mm. Our good friend, Hawaii Mike Salmon, the legendary uh, uh, yes. content curator, yes. cannabis expert, um, hip-hop extraordinaire, yeah. uh, one yeah. of my longest, uh, dearest friends, yes. uh, Hawaii Mike, is joining the show. We're doing a show here from his store on In the week Brooklyn. of 420. The restaurant. In Bro- oh, my God, not yeah, store. His restaurant. restaurant. Speaking of restaurant... Um, oh, so go. for those who are not familiar, Hawaiian Mike makes he he's a, he is a chef, but he makes these delicious infused mm. meals, mm-hmm. right? So this is the debate we were having before the camera started rolling. Was we were trying to tell Kaz when you can't, you really shouldn't. When you can't, turn the mic away. When you can't take. <laughs> Yo, bro, that nigga's high. I'm telling you, that nigga's high. That nigga is high. Where's the big voice? I don't know. That nigga. He just that big voice, like, I'm not so good. Yeah, that's the little voice. Wait, wait, wait. The purple. It was that one. That guy's You guys are crazy. Just kidding. Oh, no, my going, God. Right, right. Saying, Rosie? Okay, right. so what I was saying, what me and Loki were trying to tell Kaz is. He thinks it's good when you cannot taste the the, the THC, the okay. cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're saying that's more dangerous because if you can't taste it, the more you're gonna want and the you're higher you're gonna get. You're more inclined to keep going. And, At least and if you taste it, to, it, and we compared it to we liquor. We compared it to liquor because me and him don't we, partake. Yeah, we don't smoke, but we drink. So if I know, if I know it's a a bottom shelf trash quality yeah. of, of liquor. You're not gonna really understand the effect it has because it's just like, oh, I don't taste it. So, oh, uh, hold on, hold on. He's here. He's Blue here. Wait, right, wait, 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 wait. Hawaii Which Mike? one what is, is not? I don't think any of this no, is none of, none of these none are. Of these this are is just fire food. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're good. good. You're good, low key. Thank you. I appreciate it. But no, time? it won't be high key today. It'll yeah. be low key. Nah, <laughs> Got to stay on the low key today, baby. That was a good. That was good. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Hawaii Mike. 
He's in the building. What's poppin', y'all? At the future home of Chef for Hire, we are yes, here uh, at, a, at, at the beautiful establishment in Brooklyn. Lots mm -hmm. of history Lots. in this building as well. Uh, I've known Hawaii Mike for a, a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been a follower of his work for even longer than that. Yes. And uh, it really is an honor and a pleasure to have you here, sir. How you doing? Well, I'm for for you to have us here. Bless. Thank, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having us. We're like the traveling pod right now. I like the travel pod. We're moving. We're moving. A little nomad action? A little bit. A little bit. We're kind of a pod without a home right now, which is fun. Just hopping around. Just visiting people. I kind of like this. I like it, too. I like it, too. But you brought over some wonderful plates for us. Yes, sir. What do we have in front of us? So so what I'm going to do at Fly Private is a celebration of hip-hop through global food culture. Okay. Right. Um, so you know, I got some garlic fried rice that we eat in the Philippines. That's like, so rock, we always bro. we always save it for the in next the day. We hook it up, and then we got some jerk chicken. That's good right. Too, so man. mixing and marrying two cultures that for me are very at home, right? Yeah, Especially yeah. being out here, and uh, you know, oh, seeing what the flavors are, man. Yeah, yeah. please, wait, wait, please. Wait, wait. You're Filipino, not Hawaiian. Right I'm so yeah. I'm, a, I was raised in Hawaii. <laughs> Okay. I was about to say, I was okay. about to say, you gotta explain. You were about to blow my mind. Where does the like, Hawaii come from? Thank knew. you, sir. Appreciate you. Past the, past the, past the utensils. Past the utensils. Go. I got some napkins for y'all. Yeah. All these years, I never knew. Yeah, so. Now, yeah. Mike, before you got on, we were having a discussion. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm going to ask him, too. And I'd love to get your perspective on this. Okay. This is a very special episode. Obviously, we're doing this uh, 420 for those who partake and celebrate the holiday. Appreciate y'all. Um... We were talking about uh, the wonderful chopped cheese empanadas that you put in. Yes, sir. Right? And I partake in uh, edibles from time to time. And usually when I taste the edible and I could taste the weed in it or smell the weed in it, I know it's going to fuck me up, right? These edibles that I had, I didn't taste nothing. I didn't smell nothing. It's just only I wouldn't have known if it was infused unless you told me. Which so I was a is bit what makes there. them dangerous. Uh, now... To their the way they explain it, dangerously which, delicious, but they're dangerous. Dangerously delicious. So here, their thing is like, yo, if you're drinking like an alcoholic drink, and it tastes, and you can smell the alcohol through it, that means you know, uh, it's you're bad limited. You're not gonna have that many. And it's worse if you can't taste the liquor. You know what I mean? Because you could just have a bunch of. Oh, there you go. You can just have a bunch, and then here, wipe your wipe your. Oh, you got a napkin. Um, basically, long story short. As far as that nigga's high, that nigga is high. I'm not high. Might be. I'm not high. I promise you, I'm not high. Okay, but when I when I am, you will know. But I guess the question we asked is: Is it better to? I think the fact that I couldn't taste the weed doesn't mean I'm not gonna get as 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 trashed as I would if I was having like a brownie that like I could smell the cannabis from. Like, how does that? sort of work if you're thinking with your liquor brain <laughs> saying like I can't taste the liquor this is clearly going to get me smacked yeah so my goal is to normalize the use of cannabinoids as an everyday essential so I don't want people to taste it it's not normal to just sit there eating and tasting like weed really doesn't taste that good it does not right? it, it smells <laughs> incredible as soon as you decarboxylate it, which is to activate it, it doesn't taste good. Yeah. Right? Decarboxylate. Late. Okay. Decarboxylate. Explain decarboxylate. How does that? So, how do you take that out of the cannabis and put that? So cannabis in its form, its flower form, is called THCK. Hold on, hold on. So for those of you who tried to make edibles at home and fuck it up, <laughs> listen to this. Please. Yeah. Here's your tutorial. So it's THCA. 
right? You, so you can eat flour like the bud, and you're not really going to get high. Like, it's great vitamins, and there's great nutrients, and cannabis, there's great things in it. Okay. But you're not going to get high off of that. You okay. need to light it. So that's why when you smoke it, you get high. That's it's, what the magic happens. So that's right. the same. So it's, it's decarboxylating as you're lighting it. So to activate it, you got to put it in the oven, covered, grind, grind it up, covered, nice and sealed, about 240 degrees for about 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, some people will argue different, so just find your happy medium in right, there. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Don't listen to all the experts. Become your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, yeah, so it's like, I really don't want, but I could load it up as much as you need and smack the shit out you and you'll never taste it. I know, it. I, I know you can, because uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we participated God. at, at those backyard parties before. So That's what I said. You loading shit up again. <laughs> he made smacked. these little fried, like, mac and cheese. I don't know what they were. Yeah, these the mac and cheese balls. Oh, my God. Actually, actually, smack and cheese balls. They <laughs> were so fire, but nobody told me they were infused. So I had, like, four of them joints. And next thing I know, my friend was like, yo, you're going to you're gonna be pretty high. And I was like, why? She was like, they're edibles. No idea. Couldn't taste it. Nothing. But also, I think we should also kind of get away from calling infused food edibles. Okay. okay. So, what, right? so how, would you, how would you term it out? Infused food. Like, it's just an, an if Because you can have an infused experience, and it can be all kinds of You can get an infused massage. Right. I wouldn't right. call that edible. Okay. You okay. know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. You might be eating... Edible lotion, though, or edible, like, whatever. If you, you get like sexual a, with it. But do you think you there's, like, a negative comment, connotation yes. to, to the word yes. edible? Yes, because I think the word edible, like we were talking earlier, yeah. we all got that one story in band camp or one story <laughs> in school, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where I had this brownie, and oh, my God, I yeah. don't know what happened. I woke up three days later and I had a beard. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't no, want that. I, I, like, I have, I had an experience when I was uh, uh, in my mid twenties where, I, God, I think it was an LRG party. I never forget it. Was. It was an LRG party in, right, in, in, in Uptown. Yeah. Right, and uh, my dumbass, right? It was four twenty, and this is this is during the blogger. Yep. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm walking around, and there's like tables, and you know, this is my first real like grown up four twenty party. I'm like, all right, like. There's weed everywhere. <laughs> There's edibles everywhere. But every table had a, a plate of cookies. So my dumbass, you thought I'm they thinking, were being nice. wow. These people are <laughs> so nice. They got the munchies here for you. Once you smile, oh, this is great. Uh, <laughs> I'm two cookies in. That's what I'm like, damn, you're really putting them cookies back. I'm like, yeah, yeah they're cookies. Free cookies. I was like, the movie's about to fuck you up. And I'm like, no. And I was literally just like this. I was like, hold on, hold on. I was like, no. <laughs> and uh, my God, I got on the wrong train. Yep, I, I was see. downtown already. That's what happened. I was downtown already. Hold on, my fault. My joint came out. I was downtown already. I lived in Staten Island at the time. Anybody who knows New York, I got on the train. Mm-hmm. I ended up in the Bronx. <laughs> How the, uh, the ferry, the, the ferry doesn't go to the Bronx. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm one stop away from South Ferry. I gotta no, go to one stop. You went the completely opposite way. I was so high, I didn't realize I went the complete fucking opposite way until it was too late. I got up. I spent the most at that time I ever spent on the cab, which is like a hundred dollars, just to get me back to Staten Island. Wow. And I was so smacked, and I didn't realize t- that much time had passed. I ended up on the complete wrong side of the city. So, how did you get home? I, I took a cab. I saw no, it. with time. Oh, gosh. It wasn't even that late. That's the worst part. It wasn't even that late. It was like 5 o'clock. To me, I thought it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I thought it was like, you know, Smackdown was on. I was like, damn, it's like 9 p.m. It felt like it was like 2 a.m. But, yeah, there's so many. Wait, 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 wait. You got home at 9 o'clock and still took an 
Yes. Uh, $100 cash? I was scared to <laughs> death, bro. Still I was scared to death. I had no bad, clue where I was. I, I didn't know how to get home. And and I guess I, I say all that to say, uh, I guess the word edible does sort of have a, a negative a connotation right? because yeah. everybody has that I've one I've never story. heard a good edible story. No, nah, I don't say that, but it's loaded. It's okay. a loaded word. Okay. It okay. comes with a lot of baggage. It, it definitely does. does. You know what I'm saying? And some people are taking the baggage to go on a nice trip. Mm-hmm. Other people are like, nah, I don't ever want to go there again. That, that was me for several years. <laughs> that's, for that's, several that's, years, that's I where I'm like, at. That's where I'm at. Oh, okay. I don't you have an edible story? I have a weed story, but I don't have an edible story. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To my house before with your hookah, you were smacking. No, it. yeah, what? Well. <laughs> oh, you slept some tree it. in his hookah. So, uh, yeah, so that's the only way I could get him, right? So this is this <laughs> thing. That nigga, that nigga shot like, shrug me. This is this was it. What the fuck? Don't, like don't, 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 that's the only way I could get him. <laughs> get him. <laughs> that sounded awful. Goddamn, that's the only way I can get him good. So this true though. This is the early days of Saint Less. This is pandemic era. This is what we're taping like in. Uh, the barbershop down the street or like on your porch I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Nope. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Oh, on my porch. And yeah. uh, it was a Sunday, and I was like, Lo, we, we in a pandemic. We ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere. We doing shit. Oh, was it Friday? Just, just, just I'm going to get you high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you high like day. A, it was like a Sunday night. I figured out how to grind the weed into yeah. the hookah coal yeah. and put the whole thing there for him. I was like, bro, I'm telling you. Bro, so he, put that, he put that shit in, in the hookah. In the flavor, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm smoking that shit. I'm like, all right, yeah, it's cool. Like, but like you said, I, got, I can taste it. Yeah. So I'm smoking, I'm smoking, I'm smoking. 30 minutes later, my appetite turns. Hello? <laughs> oh. Bro, everything. I, I emptied that nigga's fridge so fast. I'm like, yo, let me get that. Put this on the plate. Why you have the bodega right now? He look like you're putting order. He's like he's ordering. <laughs> picking shit off like a sniper, bro. Like, and it's 1.30 in the morning, and I'm sitting there eating everything I can get my, my hands on. So uh. I wake up the next day. The worst feeling in my life. My stomach is doing summer salt. Yeah, that was that was the one thing I learned about the weed hookah. Like it's, yeah. it's definitely a once in a it's a once in a <laughs> while thing. Yeah, you know, what happened? Yeah. Something, like, something about like, that in tobacco for me. Yeah, I mean like it's the combination of tobacco and the weed, and then I ate so much. So like my stomach was <laughs> fucked up. And I don't smoke. So like couple the the weed, the tobacco, the food, and how late it was. I was like, no. he's been trying to do that shit to me for mad For long. a minute, for a minute, for a minute. Let and me, I finally gave in. So let me ask you about, so if you're hosting dinners, right, with infused food, doesn't that, why are people still hungry afterwards? 
Well, because you still get the munchies. <laughs> That's a good question. I have questions. That's a good question. <laughs> you still get the munchies. Because you still get, They're I mean. still eating. Yeah, it's like an automatic thing. But it's also that, like, what I've learned is intentions, right? Intentions drive everything we do, mm. right? If we start putting our mind to, like, I'm not going to start munching out, then, like, what are we going to, you know? You, right. you You can stop that. Right, right, so, right. So, I think... Like, I tell myself all the time, like, when I go home, I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to go and chill. I'm going to go read a book. I'm going to go drink water first. Mm. And then you stop eating the munchies. You don't even think about it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like, a, it's, it's you got to train mental, yourself. It's a mental condition. Or yeah. It's a mental yeah. Like, yeah. I we, definitely condition myself. Well, we're creatures of habit, yeah. right? Yep. It's like, Bruh, let's go smoke and eat. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So our body's so used to the just the idea of, oh, I'm high. I got to go eat now. Yeah. It's it's, right. it's definitely or, like, or, or I'm drunk, I gotta get a chopped cheese. Or I'm drunk, I gotta get Chinese food. Right? Like we condition our mind to yeah. that routine that that's what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, but yeah. it's just convenience. If you was from Bottle Era and you came out the club at four o'clock in the morning, you went to the nasty truck and got the skewer. Like, <laughs> or you went to White Castle. Or, or you got the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, let's talk just about you know just just cannabis culture for a minute because you know obviously Mike, you've been you know instrumental especially in New York City, but, you know, globally, really, with uh, cannabis culture and everything you've brought to the table. Um, now that it's been legalized in a lot of states, and especially in New Jersey and New York, I can't believe how many smoke shops you can go into now and just get weed anywhere. Those aren't legal. I was about to say, like, I, I remember, yo, so first off, about that, right? Not- like, no, so. No. Bro, I remember being on the radio, here on the radio, I think I was listening to Hot 97. And it was like, yo, now, starting now, you can get, uh, you know, the, they can sell recreational in New York. And this was about, like, two months ago. I'm like, two months ago? Like, there's, like, stores I was going to after MSG that I can literally just go and get a pre-roll whatever. So yeah. I, I, let me ask you, just how has the legalization of cannabis sort of changed the way you do business and how you create uh, in your own way? Um, let's see. It's changed because now the pathway is to kind of legalization and seeing what that looks like, mm-hmm. right? And how do we participate in this market that hopefully we know can make a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? But it's something we've been doing in the shadows because of the powers that be for my whole life. Say, did it fuck right. your shit up a little bit? Nah, <laughs> not like that. It's like, uh, how do you say it? Um, the regulations and how they rolled the program out is what hurt a lot of people. Oh, okay. Because all those stores opened up. They didn't have laws in effect. So the licenses aren't out. Nothing happened. But last year, it was legal. Mm. So there's a gray area. Cops can't really do nothing. Right, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Cops can go and like throw you a little citation. You can open right back up. Yeah, it was weird because it's like, I remember... Like, so, you know, I was working at the garden. I still work at the garden from here and there. And, like, I remember just going there at the end of last season. And then there was, like, a month <laughs> off <laughs> after the, the, the Knicks were done. I came back to do my summer shit. And there was, like, nine smoke shops yeah. just or, just yeah. around the vicinity of MSG. Trucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. even the trucks. Like, the trucks I always thought were kind of fugues. But, like. Nah, but that's just the one truck. There's way more trucks now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Truck, yeah. I'm not going to say their names. But there was one more truck that was always out there. Yeah. Like you said, the fugues joint. Yeah. But now it's, like. They're everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. I want the ice cream trucks back. That's all I want. <laughs> I can't like, find yo, them. I seen an ice cream truck where I was like, y'all sell ice cream? Or... <laughs> nah, I don't think y'all sell ice cream. Oh, wait, is there infused ice cream? I'm sure there is. Of course. Sure. I might it's fuck with that. Everything. Oh, for sure. I might fuck with that. I mean, so any, we can, I'll infuse anything. I mean, so I, I want to I talk a, bit, a little bit about um, 
just what we were saying as far as, uh, you know, there were a whole lot of laws and gray area in the past several years, just as far as, like, folks that wanted to get into the business mm-hmm. or folks that, you know, wanted to open up legitimate, legitimately or folks that worked in the shadows right. that had to kind of, like, you know, maneuver around certain ways just to kind of get it done. Um, I think a lot of people, when you know, cannabis was being legalized in New York, New Jersey, yeah. kind of felt like, you know, folks that were actually doing this as a business were kind of left out, especially if they had a prior record, if they were people mm-hmm. of color, mm-hmm. all these other things. Can you just kind of explain mm-hmm. how that sort of worked and, and why it, it worked out that way in the beginning of the legalization? Well, in New York, they're really pushing for social equity and trying to protect the people. Mm-hmm. So the first dispensaries are called cards. So it's... Uh, conditional adult use recreational dispensary so you had to be justice involved right you had to have somebody in your family or yourself been arrested right for right, cannabis right but in new york what you had to be wait, wait yeah, explain now. yeah. I'm, I'm confused yeah okay. no you had to have been affected by the laws Wow. Right? In a negative to, to, way. To in, contribute. No, in order to even apply for oh. this dispensary license that's out right now. Huh. Right? Okay. So they're only conditional license right now. There's only two licenses right now. There's a, ma- a conditional manufacturing license, right? That's all, all the people who had a hemp license before, mm. right? You had to operate for two years, and then you could get that license, and those are the growers now. Okay. They also have pr- uh, processing and manufacturing in addition to the grow. Then you have the dispensary. Right, and those are only again justice harm individuals or nonprofits mm. like Housing Works gotcha. and damn, what was the other one? Job, not Job Courts, but one of those. Okay, like that's Union Square Travel Agency, and so those are the two that open first. So those are nonprofit based, okay. so they help justice involved people. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. whether homeless or getting people jobs and things of that nature. So it's they're trying here. Yeah. It's just they're up against a lot, right? So name me a socially equitable industry that's in this country. I mean, uh, porn. You said porn? Is it, though? Is it really socially (laughs) equitable? I don't know if it's socially equitable. I don't know if it's socially (laughs) equitable in the sense like, well, shit, men get paid less than women. That's very true. That's very true. Goddamn time. Shit. I don't know. Teachers, man. I don't know. Educators, I don't know. Right, But if you think about how hard that, that's a difficult question in this country, right? Because you think about any major industry, you're like not even close. Right, right, right. Right? So they're trying to do that, but think about they're trying to do something that's never really been done. So they're already up against a huge mountain. I, yeah. f- I feel like once it was legalized, like that was the biggest question coming out of it. It's like, how do you make it fair for those folks who either spent time in jail or had families affected by it? Like, how do you take something that, you know, there's still people. Apologies for the bells, by the way. I think we we're next to a church. Like, or yeah, it's definitely a church. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's six o'clock somewhere. Yeah. It's because yeah. we're preaching, y'all. That's right. why. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kansas high. I think I'm a good 15 minutes away from being high. Right. Um, <laughs> but you know, that was the biggest thing, right? Like, there's people still in jail. For yeah. selling, for getting high, yeah. people in jail. Yeah. There's people that you know had to deal with a whole lot of things with the law, and now it's a nearly trillion dollar industry in less than what three years of it, it's starting to become it's legalized around yeah, the country. Like it's, it's actually. Popular. But you want to know the wild thing? Yeah, I don't even think we're at the starting line yet. 
I don't think so either. Like, because until we're federally legal, this isn't even an industry yet. Yeah. Like, this is a hack. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 a state, it's, a state, it's a state hack. Uh, they, each state is hacking their way through this and creating their own shit. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no federal regulations. There's, there's no, no federal laws, guidelines. No yeah, there's yeah. no nothing. FDA hasn't got involved. Yeah. Right? Um, Department of Health really hasn't even got involved yet. Yeah. So there's like a whole bunch of other layers that we got to get through to really make this like a viable industry. Do you, do, do you think they're, is that on purpose? And while they're not, oh man, while they're not how, long, how, long do, how long do we have? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we're about to get into a conspiracy podcast. No, I'm just asking, like, again, I'm not, you know, proficient in weed like that, you know, yeah. I'm smoking. So it's like, you think, is it, is it a, they're delaying the process or they're watching the process and they're trying to pick apart how to, you know, make this process easier or difficult yep. or or they just turn a blind eye to it. Well, I mean, so think about what new slavery is right now, 13th Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. So think about the private penal system. How many people are in prison right now that work for Fortune 500 companies? So right, so a lot of white collar crime. Right, much, yeah. but not even that. No, no, I'm talking about not the people that are in jail that work for the Fortune 500. Fortune 500 companies are invested in the privatized penal system. Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, AT&T yeah. call centers, Whole Food fucking farms, like there's all kinds, yeah. right? Uh-huh. They go into that. Now, who do you want? You want murderers, violent criminals, all this, or you want enterprising entrepreneurs that understand to operate a business, huh. i.e., I- people that sell weed. Okay, okay. Right. So how are they going to, if now weed's legal and they get everybody out of the penal system and they can't arrest them anymore, who fill the, who fills those positions? Damn. Who's going to fill those prisons back yeah. up? So mm-hmm. that's why I believe that's part of the reason they're stalling out. The second part is, again, what's a socially equitable industry? What's the industry they really want us to be a part of and not just be a part of, be founders, owners, mm-hmm. controllers, mm-hmm. operators, mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you, you tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure between the NBA and the NFL, people, people of color really like drive that. And yeah. music, right? I mean, look at us right now. Like, we're the driving force of global culture. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? But do we own the labels yet? No. Nope. Do we make the majority? Do we have the 80-20 deal and we get nope. the 80? Nope. nope. Like, nah. But we're making and influencing all the money. So, again, they need to keep this, this control. They need to keep these percentages and the businesses that same way. You, they, you, you mentioned the NBA, the NFL, uh, music, obviously. Um, you said we're still at the tip of the iceberg. Like, when do we get to the point where it's like, you got weed sponsored at like we got Kevin Durant who's openly saying yep. like yo I use weed like like a glass of wine at the end of the day like I'm high right now during interviews like, it's, it's, it's on the way yeah you know 15 years ago we were sitting in fashion conversations when would Louis Vuitton look at us and recognize us yeah and now we just it's just now right? Pharrell is the creative director so so again like all of that's coming what happens is the more influence we have mm-hmm. the more the doors open or the wider the door opens yeah. okay. Yeah. And then the conversations change. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? But is that good or bad? I don't know. Because I, I look at Louis Vuitton as a minstrel show. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, all right, it's... We can, we can, we can... We can go deep into the fashion conversation and, and talk I mean, about this. I looked... I just looked at a, at a, at a big old Louis uh, thing right out of the Holland Tunnel. Yeah. It's a young black boy with a rainbow to a pot of gold, and he's looking up smiling. <laughs> Why are we okay with that? <laughs> like, are they stealing Black Boy Joy? Is that what that means? 
like, is the pot of gold the black boy joy? And that's what they take in the, the like. Ra- the rainbow is the path. Yeah, because, yo, joy, I grew yeah. up, I'm, I'm a 70s baby. I grew up in the 80s. Yeah. I remember when they taught us they don't want drug dealers and they don't want people in the ghetto wearing their clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, uh, I, I saw that, drug de- ex drug dealers. That's how Tommy Hilfiger was. And all was that Tommy they- Hilfiger thing real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it real? Yeah. What, him being. There was there was a whole thing that, like that it was man like, ain't want us wearing none racist? of his shit. Listen, I've heard this for my whole life. I've never seen like one time. I'm like, all right, do we actually have footage of this motherfucker saying I don't want niggas? Bro, you my not, you not. But like it, the conversation. <laughs> when I was a kid, I've never seen that. When I was like, a kid, I was told this motherfucker went on Oprah and said all this shit. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm thirty something years old. Like, be footage. No, that'd be funny. Somebody, somebody had a camera phone back then. But that's what I was thinking. It still still resonates today, and it happened. (laughs) And it still resonates. Fuck that nigga, bro. Poor Tommy Hilfiger. But but it's that conversation to me. It's like at at one point we're gonna have to start looking in instead of out. Yeah. For the acknowledgement, for the understanding, for the support, for everything. You know what I'm saying? Because it's us. At the end of the day, it's not them. They just have we the distribution. Move everything. They, everything. We move everything. What are we not moving right now? There's, there, I mean, I think there's a with that conversation alone. I think um, because you said we don't have like the structure, right? We don't have, mm-hmm. you know, what do we own? Are we getting the eighty or are we getting the twenty? I think when that conversation has a vice versa, when we're giving the eighty and they're taking the twenty, yep. I don't think these conversations have an endpoint. I think it's just like we have to get to that point. We yeah. have to be the LVMH. We have to be the Microsoft, the Google. We have to be the NFL. We have well, look to at look at it from Pharrell. Yeah. He's yeah. had BBC for how long? Yeah. yeah. He sold and, it. You and, know and, what and I mean? then bought it back and did it again. And nobody was like, oh my God, we're gonna support you because you're great. We love but now they're like, oh my God, Louis Vuitton, you're at Pharrell. Oh my God, I'm gonna support that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like yeah, that's why? Weird. That's, that's weird. weird. Yeah. Like that's that's that same thing where it's like other people are gonna support you before your friends do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Don't look for your friends to support when you start something new. Yo, how much time we got? Because, <laughs> my nigga, you, you open up another portal. Oh, you <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, so Where the I, bell's at? Close enough. Right. We need the church bells. Right. We, need the church, we need the church bells. Take right. them to church. Right. All, right. All right, Mike. I, I guess I, I, I got to ask you this question. Uh, do you remember your first, like, weed experience? Your first ever kid? of his experience like me cooking or just just in life, in, in life? what was what was the first when did you, you, when did you know first? you loved that like, bitch I feel like the nigga started like at 8 like not vividly <laughs> yeah. but I remember one time my mom smoking when I was in the womb oh. <laughs> Yo, it has to be some shit like no, that for my it's pretty early it has to be he said I remember when my mom was smoking in the womb I that definitely feel like good ass weed Nah, so the very first time as as when after when I was born, I remember okay. is I was probably around nine years old, and me and my like fake nine years um, old, my well, fake I, I um, just said eight. like I'm fake stepbrother, okay. we were stealing roaches from his mom's ashtray uh, and just like going to sneak in and smoke. He was like twelve, I was like nine, so that was the thing. But twelve was probably when I really started smoking. Okay, uh, and you, you never looked back. <laughs> Not, I don't, bro. I don't know a life without it. Like I'm dead ass. My mom smoked with me in the womb. Really? My, my mom dropped acid two days after I was born. Really? Yeah. Wow. So my mom wait, wait, is super wait, wait, spiritual. Wait, 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 wait. Like, no, you heard, you heard yeah. him correctly. Wait, 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 wait. 
You heard correctly. Sometimes I need people to double back. When I'm <laughs> yeah, because he definitely I'm ran like, through that line. Right through he that. slid right through yeah, there. Said, and I don't like when people slide right through shit. That's <laughs> that. Sagan. So my mom smoked me when I was in the womb. Oh, okay. And she dropped acid two days after I was born. Now she told you this? Yeah, for sure. Oh no, we've had super open conversations. Me and my which dad. Is dope, which is dope. So my 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 products are about to be in the market, right? And so I was talking to my dad. We was texting. He was like, um, "I remember doing deals with you on my shoulders." <laughs> like, like, Thanks, so, Dad. Yeah, but not. I mean, I mean, low key, low key, low key. Um, <laughs> talking to low key, low key. Um, <laughs> I was taking weed from my dad, and that's how I started selling weed. I was, like, uh, taking out of his peas and pushing my pee. <laughs> so you were, you were taking from the plug. Did find yeah, out? my dad was the plug. Did I mean, he used to be like, did you? I was like, did you, yeah, did you no. pinch? Did you no. pinch from my shit? Hey, yes, I'm giving it back now. It's all reciprocal. Trust me, I just got the text. Just wait, I'm just right just now. Wait. He's like, they, I need some flowers. <laughs> that one you sent before was really good. Can you send more of that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it's, it, full it's full circle, nah, right? Yeah. It's all full circle. And that's, for me, how you really know you're where, exactly where this you're supposed to be. This is where you're be. supposed to be. This yeah. is where your, your environment was. Yeah. And it, it, obviously, it wasn't a healthy environment when it started. Yeah, your mom is... Smoking. What do you mean? And your dad is. I mean, I don't think it was that. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, theoretically, yeah. Yes. No, theoretically, why the violence, low? Huh? Why the violence? <laughs> why the violence? <laughs> I'm just. Well, no, what I'm saying is, yes, an ideal way to grow up. That's not the ideal way to grow. For who? The traditional way. Let's say that. That's not what society says. Say that. that yeah. 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 No. yeah. No. So yeah, I'm, what I'm saying, is society is based off of tradition, right? So you're. Your upbringing was not tradition. It's not approved by society. But now what happens is you have this. Yep. What happens is you have a great relationship with your parents. The fact that y'all have these open conversations and the fact that you're now making a living doing what that shit was back in when you was growing up. Yep. So, yeah, full circle. But, yeah, it's not. this is not traditional. This is not how society, <laughs> how society puts you out there. This is not, yeah. this is not normal. We'll say, we'll say, good. We'll, but we'll say modern society, though, because who knows thousands of years ago? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. every single person, even you, low-key, yeah. that doesn't smoke or people who've never smoked, every ant- mammal with a vertebrae has an endocannabinoid system, right? Oh, say that again. Yeah, endocannabinoid? Yeah, endocannabinoid system. We're, so we're, we call we're it, never going to be... Benson, if you can get, like, the, the bouncing low head on the words... I'll spell it, I'll spell it. So E N D O endo cannabinoid C A N N A B I N O I D system. Right? Okay, explain and what so that is. Nick this knows system his shit. basically had people. Sneak knows his shit. <laughs> they deep dive into knows his shit, bro. Let the man speak. So it basically. I'm very interested in this combo. It basically affects every other system in your body. Okay. Right. So when you eat, right, your appetite gets affected. Yes. Right. You, you sleep. You want to sleep sometimes if you smoke at night, right? Your mood changes, mm-hmm. right? So it really creates homeostasis for your body. That's really what it wants to do, okay. right? What affects it is the compounds found in cannabis called cannabinoids. Wow! Right. So that's what that's the that's the happy part. That's the that's the I mean, part. Is that the well, root of cannabis? That's like word? that's like to me what I learned when I heard that was oh shit we got a symbiotic relationship with this plant. <laughs> okay. Like it's like a lock and key. Yeah. So, right. Okay. So it unlocks things in us. That's already there. Well, or opens us up to 
you know, again, that's why there's so many different varietals of the plant. That's right. why it grows everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you can consume it so many ways. You can drink it. Yeah. You can take it to the You can pill, wear it. Smoke it. You can wear it. You can wear, wear it. it. You can you can, wear it. You this table can be made out of it. Yeah. This chair, yeah. like this chair can be made out of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's hempcrete. This, these floor. It's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? So how can something that does so many things and can be used for so many things be this demonized plant in our world. Right? I know why. And I learned that in college. Wait, let's talk about it. Uh this nigga said wait the nobody. government. <laughs> nobody said that. I mean, yeah. nobody. Yeah. You, you learned about the was, government in college? It was like <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Oh, no. No, I mean, it wasn't, see, oh, this wasn't here. It's horrible. I see that school exactly. system. <laughs> you, see how, you see how the New Jersey school system works, goddammit. No, but that's what it is. Like once you realize how you mentioned like the privatization of, of, of prisons and stuff like that, and just literally as fucked up as it sounds, how profitable it is to lock up brown folks. You know what I mean? Like uh, for things that they're they're you know legalizing now. It's 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 wild to me. So you know, I remember like reef i mean clearly i was this was before my time but like i remember like the reefer madness videos and the dare yep. stuff and like yep. the special episodes of saved by the bell yep. and all this type of shit yep. Don't or do just drugs, like, kids. yeah and it's like damn all right man all right i'm definitely never never and for, and i did it i did not touch weed until literally maybe my senior year of college right i want to say like i was already like i was i played basketball my whole life i was already kind of done you know what i mean i didn't think you know anything was going to happen after that i'm glad and, you knew that as an i think athlete, i know yeah, yeah. as an I'm athlete really, i'm glad you had the realization hey it happens yeah. but um you know when, when <laughs> When I first started to, uh, to to take it in and just kind of, like, talk to people and just kind of realize, like, what made it so demonized, it had less of a stigma on it towards me, right? It made me think, like, well, first off, I always used to rationalize it by saying, well, if it's in the ground and it grows and, like, if it's Comes in the, the earth, earth, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure there's something in there that's okay for me. Yeah. That's how I yeah. always kind of yeah. rationalized yeah. it. Yeah. And then I realized just the people who made a lot of money from it in the beginning and how it sort of became this criminalized thing, it made so much sense why you made it uh, uh, something that was demonized in our society. So I understand what you're saying, like yeah, how it wasn't yeah. the way that, you know, yeah, people... the traditional way that society looked at as success. I feel like your relationship with your parents is, is extremely key into how you saw this 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 product for so, sure so talk to me just i know you mentioned just about your relationship with your mom and dad but like obviously it has to go much deeper than that yeah no i mean I'm, both of my parents are musicians mm. right so i grew up in a household where like saturday sundays were jam sessions yeah right and it was the adults it was the kids it was music it was food it was weed it was probably other things and alcohol or whatever else right <laughs> but it was about the unity Right. And it was it was United Nations. Yeah. Like my parents played Brazilian music. My mom's from Brazil. But we had, you know, dude named Babatunde, African dude. We had like, you know, all kinds of people around us. So it wasn't like ever. And, it's, and I'm racially ambiguous. Yeah. Nobody's ever been able to guess my ethnicity. <laughs> I got a, I got a freaking Arabic last name. I'm just like, I'm just you like, I'm like, 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 Hawaiian. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and, and low key, I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, anybody that's going to name themselves Hawaiian anything, I'm like, that's where they from. No, I didn't name me. I didn't give myself that name. My man Pekas gave me that name. Shout out Sean Pekas. Yeah, Pekas Pekas gave me the nickname. I'm like, Hawaiian Mike, one, it sounds cool as fuck. Two of them niggas does cool shit. So three, that's his name. (laughs) And that's where that's from. And to put it even further, 
my given name isn't even Mike. So or Michael. Like that's my real name's Dylan. Well no, you knew this because you did the my podcast. Yeah. Yes, I but, know this. But, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're pressing too hard, though. Yo, the plot twist is crazy. So, but peep game, I wouldn't ever have got the nickname Hawaii Mike if I didn't Chief. change my name. No, yeah, if yeah. I didn't change my name. Because Hawaii Dylan wouldn't fucking rhyme. So it Hawaii Dylan doesn't have the same name. Like you know it. what I'm saying? Hawaii D, like a girl could call me that, but dudes hey, ain't gonna call yo. me that. It's hilarious. Like the fact that your name is Dylan, you don't even look like a Dylan. Bro, so, so you want to know how I got my name? My father's name is Eddie. Okay. E D D Y. My mother's name is Linda. L I N D A. They took the D Y and the L I N and put it together. Oh, Yo, your oh that's real Dominican. They're Dominican. <laughs> no, they're real hippies. They're no, hippies. They're no, Dominican, his parents, bro. No, his parents were high when they did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Awesome. High Dominicans, bro. This name is Tom. Why we playing Scrabble with this nigga's name? They be like, let's give half of my name and half of your name. Your parents are high as shit. I love it, bro. This is like Bob Dylan is D Y L A N, right? So everybody knows how to pronounce that. But this is the 70s, right? So hippie, yeah. I got Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Dylan, bro. They should have just named you Dylan. So I, I, I was like, you know, six years old, and I was like, I can't take this anymore, Mom. I need a different name. So I chose Michael, leader of the Archangels, whatever, strength, protection. So you changed your own he name. changed yeah. his own name. <laughs> Yo, Actually, who are you, bro? <laughs> I'll say this. Who the, are the universe you? changed like my name. Yeah. Because the I wouldn't be here if I didn't change that name. Yeah. Talking to y'all because yeah. y'all wouldn't be talking to Hawaii Mike. Nah. I've been talking to Dylan. Well, you Dylan, might not even want to talk to Dylan. Dylan might Dylan's be doing some other I ain't talking to Dylan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Dylan was probably. Nah. Dylan might not be as cool. Bro, bro, you know what I'm nah. saying? If Cash is know. like, yo, we got to go to uh, Hawaiian Dylan's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, What's nah, Hawaiian? Di- okay. Yeah, I have a question for y'all, though. To bring it back to like um all the all the weed shops that are around, you said that they're not fully legal, right? So, how how are they making sure that? It's legit cannabis and like, you know, not mixed in with no bullshit. Like, how that's, are they? That's my biggest thing. How, how are they doing that if it's if there's no you know health department involved, no FDA like what? Like, there's no metric to measure what's it's, yeah. So what's, <laughs> they're not selling us anything really. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Why does it keep doing this? They're not. <laughs> not those shops, right? Like, it depends. I'll say this: it depends which one of those shops you go to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. some of them really care, and some of them are trying to do their best and act like they're, you know... They care for the ...operating culture, yeah. mm-hmm. within right. the guidelines and everything like that, even though they don't have a license. The majority of them are just trying to get that quick buck. You okay. know what I'm saying? They saw the opportunity. They saw the laws are, like, really loose. Right. Let's just hop in there and just, you know... There's definitely some dirt in there. Oh, I'll man. Let's get That's it. what I was asking. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, if, if it makes them more of a profit, why would they not be doing it? They I don't mean, give a fuck. But it's a risk. It's, yeah. You're operating a completely illegal business. So if you want to do that, cool. We're in New York, so a lot of people like doing that shit anyway. So. I was about to say, it's not the first time people do illegal shit in New York City. <laughs> no. I mean, if, if you're going to do it, this is a great move to do. It makes you feel better to walk into an establishment than get it from Ricky off the street. Yeah, I, I'm you not know gonna what I'm lie. saying? Like, in a little weird, weird little baggie, they didn't even measure it. I'm not gonna lie, I definitely feel a lot more responsible like when I'm getting weed <laughs> in my groceries. <laughs> yeah, but but all right, so the majority of those bags are fake. Okay, right? that's true. This, so you know, no, I mean, you, I go, I go to I, I, there's there's 
There's a dispensary in New York that I don't really. If I if I grab a smoke shop, it's like usually a pre roll on the way home. But you I posted a, that with the cheers. Oh no, <laughs> apothecarium. That's my spot. So yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's a smoke spot that I think you should go to uh, ne- next door to Sarah. I'll, 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 just I'll don't, just I'll here I'll 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 i like a quarter of that joint and be like, all right, let's go on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It just, it just, maybe not on TV. I'm just kidding, guys. I would never do that. But I'm just <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thank God you didn't like, you didn't like prey on somebody. Like, I swear to my best friend, he was just dropped even, that. Even, even, even if it's true. Even if it's true, even if it's true, then they can still be killing it. No, thank yeah, you, even thank you. True. Listen, I'm a, I'm a profession now, all right? Now. But um, no, let's uh, like, can we talk about uh, uh, this? Let's talk about Shepherd Hire in, in specifics, right? Uh, it's a social dining experience. I've I've I've, I've enjoyed the experience. Uh, one time when you first started launching it in the in the backyard, I'm enjoying it right now. You're enjoying it right now. Uh, some some non uh, infused. We call that the commercial flight. The com- <laughs> Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna get high. No, no, that's the commercial oh. flight. So the commercial flight is regular. All he heard was flight. The private flight. flight. Oh, okay. The private flight. Oh, oh. Well, that's what All right, Dylan. Dog, Dylan is comedy. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it ever again. I, just, I, I gotta get a couple in there. I gotta get a couple in there. It don't feel good. He's like, I don't feel right. I gotta see what it felt like. Yeah, I gotta see what it felt like. Right. Hey, so, yo. Oh my so, god. So we're in the we're in the new spot. Um, <laughs> I know uh, the pandemic was was crazy for a lot of people, yourself included. Uh, but you said like serendipity kind of stepped in, and now you're back in yep. this incredible establishment in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, talk to me about just how it all kind of came together and what are the future plans for, for this, this establishment? I mean, the building we're in, there's a lot of history. I had my son's baby shower in here like 21 years wow. ago. Nice. I had my, Yo, my, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like one of your son's biggest fans, by the way. He's an ill-ass <laughs> artist. If you ever follow his Instagram page, he makes incredible artwork. And then uh, I had my goddaughter's first birthday. We had that in here. Nice. And then... Uh, you know, you guys know Ryan, right? From uh, what's the what's their podcast? From Mac Wiles and them. Oh yeah, the guys. Oh yeah, the yeah, guys yeah, next door. This is his building. Oh no, snap! Okay, shut up, Ryan. We in your building. building. This is this is so his, this is his mom and aunt. They rent and operated this business for fifty years. Wow. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's all. So I ran into him like 2019, and he was like, "Yo, my mom, da da da." Got in here, and then the pandemic hit. Yeah, I started paying rent, but the pandemic hit, so we chilled. And then I opened up as a restaurant in June of, the, of 2020. Okay. And we operated till August 2021, so a little over a year. And it was really like, again, the community. That's why I got the whole idea for community and unity being our capital. And so that's why I have that graphic where UNITY is capital. Because mm-hmm. we had the stoop. We weren't allowed inside. Everybody's yeah. outside on the stoop, eating out there, just yeah. kicking it on the street. And then... Um, you know, the owner, long story short, took it back, but then now I'm back in here. So it's, it's again, it's full circle, and now I'm excited because we actually get to have people dying inside the spot. Mm-hmm. It's a different energy. 
But I think people are also looking for this. Yeah. Like, there's other people that have started doing certain things that we do, right. but they're like, nah, we want to go to your experience. We want to see what you're about. Because fortunately for me, we built the brand. So people know the brand. Like, when you hear Chef for Hire, people know that brand in New York. Mm-hmm. And that was very important for me, whether we was doing anything or not, was to build the brand. Right? And so I'm not just a bag. I'm not just somebody throwing something in the bag. Yeah. Like, yeah. we got an experience. We do a bunch outside of just our products, our food, and dinners. So. If, if folks, if folks, uh, if you could give somebody the elevator pitch about what yep. that that flight experience is like right. in here, what is it like? I've experienced yep. it, but I'd love to hear it from your perspective. So our Supper Club flights, and we are two and a half hours long. They're multi-course experiences. We've done from three to 11 course tasting menus. Mm. Um, they're basically a gathering to make everybody feel safe to be their authentic selves and vibrate as one. It's like family dinner at yeah. its best with strangers, but the people that you would most likely want to be around, like okay. that type of energy. It's always a good crowd yep. in here, yeah. That's and we call it flights because when we started this in the beginning, nobody really knew what to expect. Okay. Right? And what we needed was trust. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we ended up getting as people started to come through. Who do you trust the most? I trust the pilot, right? Somebody I've never seen in my life, probably mm. never going to meet. Mm. They take me 37,000 feet in the <laughs> air along with a couple hundred other people mm. and land us safely at our destination. That's a nice little logic right there. You know what I'm saying? And so what we do is we take you to a nice cruising altitude. Right. Right? We get you up there. You're nice and high, right? And then we land you safely. You know? So I'm your captain, Hawaii Mike. Welcome to the experience. By landing safely. These are our flight attendants. Yeah, what do you, yeah, what do you, you mean by landing, landing safely? safely? Well, landing safely meaning you're going to go up, but you're not going to go up so high that you fall. Thank you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just had to hear it. It's like, because that's, that's my thing with edibles. Everybody has that story, right? Yeah. But it feels like, I used to people tell me, it felt like you got pushed off of a cliff. Yes. And now I'm like grasping for reality. I'm trying to yeah, get back yeah. up to normal. You ever watch Get Out? You ever watch the movie Get yeah, Out? Yeah, when he was in the chair. Yeah. He's falling and yeah. like the box exactly. is like going that. That's you're, what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, you're in the sunken place. Oh, oh my goodness. Speaking of flights. Yeah, I don't even know. Guys. I'm about to say, this, this, this is what this Epidata started saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm like, shit. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, Mike, I, I wanted want to ask you just like, you know, all, you know, based off the history of, of this place, based off of the history with your family, the process of you getting to this point, the legalization, the loopholes, all that stuff. What does is, what is this entire process, this entire full circle just mean to you as an individual and you being a person, a product, a cloth of this specific culture? I mean, so I look at the industry and how people talk about this green rush. Everybody's like, oh, my God, we have the opportunity to make so much money. And uh, I'm looking at it going, wow, I get to actually be myself for once. Wow. Yeah. Like, I can walk around just as me. Yeah. Because for a long time, I was either an editor at a magazine or I had my own magazine or an agency. So I'm sitting at the table with VPs and CMOs not knowing their managers and directors are buying weed from me. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but I had to, like, this always this dual thing. You know, I walk into an office, the assistant's like, yo, come see me after. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so, but it's always kind of been that. Now it could be like, yo, what's good? Yo, yeah, I'm like, seeing you. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, everybody's yeah. like, bro, yeah. now they can ask questions. It's wild, bro. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I was listening to the radio on the way in here, and, like, Bart Scott and Alan Hahn are talking about, like, smoking weed like, on the ESPN radio. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine, like, five or ten years where, it's, like you said, like, people can kind of be their more natural self. I'm not a weed head by any stretch of the imagination. Do I enjoy it? Yeah. And it's nice yeah. to be able to just be like, yeah, man, like, yes. Yeah, I, you like smoke? Yeah, yeah, I like smoke. Guys yeah, enjoys more. anything fun, though, by yeah. the way. Disclaimer. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> like, anything that, that makes him, like, happy is, like, I'm like that. Yeah, if I like it, I like it. But some people are scared to try stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, okay, yeah, I, I, I get that oh perspective. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, Mike, obviously, outside of uh, the cannabis world, you have a very long storied history in, in hip hop culture yep. like you said uh, in as an editor of magazine as uh, as of magazines uh, also just you know running your own agency doing stuff with some huge brands around the world consultancy all that uh, all, all of those kind of put together um, you are so instrumental in like the way hip-hop music has been covered yep. uh, in the past several years. Yep. And, uh, you know, myself, Low Key, Rosie, we was having these conversations over the past week about about AI covers and, like, all, <laughs> this, <laughs> all this artificial intelligence. And, hey, I think them shits are hard. Uh, shout, listen, shout to Allen Iverson, though. Uh, I was about to say, uh, Allen Iverson did these races? No, I'm just Definitely shout out to AI. He should be mad right now. He's like, anybody talking about me? They just took away his whole. They took away part of his whole like. I'm AI. Talk to me about. I mean, you you've helped edit a bunch of legendary hip hop publications, and the one thing I keep seeing from a lot of folks that listen to these AI covers, and especially folks who have history like yourself, myself, Low Rosie, mm. all that type of stuff, is that there's obviously the soul missing. Even though it sounds good, and like you can listen to it, but oh, I can hear, I can hear Rihanna. On None this. of that shit. It's like when you taste food with no love in it. There's no love in it. So <laughs> they just made the plate. None of that shit sounds good to me. I was actually gonna say this before, but you, you led me right back to it anyway. Uh-huh. I don't think the majority of society cares about authenticity. That's oh, wow. that's no, that, no, that, that's yeah, that's clear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my purpose is the whole space, so people feel safe to be their authentic selves. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I've done that by you know conversations. I've done that through my magazines. I've done that through road management, management agency. When working with you know my clients who are Fortune 500 companies and connecting them to our culture. Yeah. Right. We got to keep this authentic. Of course. So that's been something for me. Most people talk about what? They don't talk about why. Right, right, true. You know true. what I'm saying? But why is your intentions? Why is your foundation? Why is your fuel? And that's and and right. you mentioned that because the authenticity has kind of been a slippery slope, right? Like hip hop started off with like, you gotta be the realest of the real, and if anything is is not well, if everything's full gazy, it was get thrown out of here. But like as the years as the years kind of went by, it went from okay, you don't need to write all your rhymes. And then went from okay, you don't need to necessarily be from the streets. And then okay, you don't need to necessarily do this, this, that, That's and third. Bullshit. And it just started like <laughs> like the the statue of limitations started sliding, sliding, sliding. To now, we're basically getting robots doing our doing music, and 
but, 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 but there's other people that are like, man, it sounds just as good but, as but, 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 but I think, I think, I think, one, that's true. Two, I think, <laughs> one, we have to really, really understand that the conversation is not that a robot is doing this, that, and the third. A conversation should be had that a robot can't. A robot cannot, like he just said, report from his environment. A robot cannot tell you the time and place and this, that, Low, and third. Not yet. No, no. <laughs> not yet. But see, like, this is, this is where I get upset because y'all think this shit is funny. I don't think it's funny. I like, mean, I think... Like, y'all think it's entertaining. Y'all think it's like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, it's not. Like, in the more... That's not what I think, though. No, I'm just saying, like, a lot... No, I'm saying you personally. I'm saying, uh, but a lot of people are looking at it like, oh, this is hilarious. Oh, my God. Like, look look, look what they're doing. Like, look, look at the robots and the AIs. And like, no, bro, like, hip-hop is not that. Music is not that. Music is me telling you a specific time and place of what I went through with this song or with this verse or how this beat was made or how this beat made me feel. To, Fuck all that to shit. To you... There's some people out there enjoying this shit. Yeah, and they're wrong. It's and not they, us. And, and they're not authentic, and they don't have souls. Yeah. And they're not invited they to the dinner. They don't have ears. But, <laughs> the fuck? but at the same time, we like I don't. I hate talking about this AI shit because the more we talk about it, the more legs we give it. I mean, yeah, but you, you but you almost have to talk about it yeah. because that conversation needs to be had in understanding that it's a tool. It's and that's this is so. The internet's an incredible tool, except for when tools use it. Right. Right? right. I've, I've been saying that for years, right? That's one of my like things that I've always said that. Right? Yeah, trademark that. And what we're doing though is we're allowing this shit to it's a slippery slope, like you said, right? Yeah. And my thing is that this is the game, this is part of the systematic approach to fear, right? This is fear mongering also, because they're gonna get people scared as shit in a second instead of educating themselves and learning about it. Once they have them scared, now you're sheep. Now all we do is corral you and push you in the direction we want to push you. But that's the thing that that, you know? that that worries me the most, right? Like, obviously, with the AI, like, I would want it to use it as a tool because it's like, it seems like it's one of those things that isn't going anywhere, kind of like the internet, where it's like, well, I might as well figure out how to use this shit before it overtakes me. But the one thing that worries me is that, like, the ability for it to learn, that it almost influences the human influencing the prompts, right? So, like, for right now... As it stands, like, the human is on top of the AI, but what happens when the AI gets on top of the human, and now that is influencing the person who's at the top of the rest of the tentacles of people who consume the this AI-generated content, right? So now it's like, all right, am I listening to a person or am I listening to a fucking robot? Is a robot fucking really... Uh, you know, it, 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 it becomes a very slippery, com uncomfortable sort of slope right there. So my my only fear is how fast it, it tends to learn. Bro, look, twenty years ago, we wouldn't even be fathoming this. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, like right, this right. is happening so fast. My question. It, my question would be: Does it ever start to replace artists? No, no, no. Uh, that's the no, thing that's no, been good, though. No, but the fact that... No, 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 no. That's what, we can't ask that question because of now we're... going to ask it. But you got to discuss it, though. It shouldn't be a, a, a conversation. Like, what, how are we even getting to this point where we're like, yo, is it going to... Like, how? Okay, so there was a black... How do we get there? There was a black mirror episode where Miley Cyrus basically played... Oh, I saw Britney that. Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. 
as a character and they took conservatorship and had AI make all new yep. music, yep. give it out to her fans because the yep. did you watch that? Rights, mm-hmm. But they could so not. No, I'm not watching voice, that shit. So they no. used it. So my question is kind of in that lens of could it be an artist rights, human rights issue? I mean, here's my thing, right? Like we've already kind of seen like holograph artists being pa- passed. Like I'll be honest, a lot of AI music I don't like. I heard Rihanna on Thames the that other day. Was I was like, this shit is fucking that shit was fire. This is what I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know about. if it mixes in with like I don't know if it mixes in with just me this not hearing new Rihanna music for a while. But it definitely it definitely felt like this is what I'm But see, this about. is the danger, right? That, because that, that, yes. because right now what they're doing, and this is how monopolies start, is there's no regulation for what's happening right now. Right. Right. You can't trademark your voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't I can't own my voice now. It's and now that's gonna but that's gonna become a thing now. Yeah. Right? So now you're gonna have AI trademark lawyers and shit like this. So they're gonna what what they're gonna do is they're gonna say, Well look how many jobs this created. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It took away those low jobs, but it created these bigger jobs. No, it's we're basically trying to police ourselves so that the shit doesn't go out of control, right? But they're allowing it to do that because, again, I think the fear part helps, right? So how low keys is like that? They want that shit. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They could easily come out and say right at the jump, because these aren't small companies putting AI out. Well, of course not. Right, these are the biggest companies in the so, world. <laughs> so you think they haven't lobbied the government already? Right. They're already doing it. Speaking of the government, telling they're coming out with this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. We've already seen the social experiment where there's programmers apologizing. That's crazy. For for building AI, right? And and all of the algorithms that are happening. Yeah. Right. In 20 years, bro, we've gone from not even looking at a phone or caring about that to. 60 70 percent of our lives is yeah, like this yeah, in our yeah, phones yeah, yeah. that's wild yeah. not even just for the fact that we're doing and communicating and socializing like this but for the amount of brain power that we have to use just to look at those things yeah. right yeah. like i bet you my eyes are fucked up right now because i'm looking at my phone all the time yeah same oh, nigga, my, my hands are fucked up <laughs> oh for sure so, like, i got that carpal tunnel yeah, i had we, to go yeah, down we, yeah, we're there yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like my body, like my body structure is like this because I'm on my phone like this. Oh no, all people the time. in the future are gonna look like this when they're yeah, born. like Ooh. my fucking right? neck so they and can my look back down hurt. at their phones. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> like, like we're, we're fucked. The box yeah. from South Park. Uh-huh. Yeah. The box. Oh yeah, we're uh, fucked. The, yeah. the Cartman, the butters. Yeah, it was like what was it? Was it ADD or um or just the phone? Phone time. Yes, I think it was phone uh, time. Phone time. There was an episode on South Park about it where, yeah. like, they would go in a box and just use their phone. Right? This is yeah, slippery slope. With the internet from everybody. And <laughs> listen, go pay listen, and stuff. my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I know my favorite. That's what it's called. We'll yeah. never have an AI song because I know how my favorite sounds. And I know how my favorite feels. Pause. Hey, yo. And I know how genuine my favorite is. So I, the, all this AI shit, I'm not buying, I'm not jacking, I'm not renting, and I'm not purchasing. Okay. Fuck all that shit. Do you, do you, you use ChatGPT? What? Do you use ChatGPT? What is that? Oh, nah, wow. I, don't, I don't use it either, but I know what it is. Wow. No, what is it? It's, it's basically like an application where you like you could type stuff up and they're like write essays for you. Right? You, can, you can basically give you can AI prompts for you. Oh, no, no. and it will write. It'll write a deck for you. It'll write your whole show for you. It'll do all of it. It's wild. Yeah, no, no. Right? Okay. Now, it's look, from but so just huh. like the internet, What's right? ChatGPT. Chat <laughs> so just like the internet, right, is an incredible extension Right? Yeah. For us. Yes. The the fact that we can just go on 
No, I don't even want to say it, but on a on a uh, on a mobile platform on a mobile platform <laughs> and go and type and type yeah. something in. I'm now on free ads for what? what they got enough that? paper. Yeah. They got enough paper. You know? I ain't trying to like keep promoting. How do you want to say you know it? Nah, so, I get you. I get you. And then you That's can just so get changing. all this information back. Uh, like, bro, we used to have to go look at microfish and read encyclopedias books and encyclopedia you know botanicas and like, bro, like A through Z. That used to take forever, and you didn't get them all at the same time. You had, we couldn't afford it. We had to order yeah, certain yeah, books. You had to order it. You had to order one at a time. Like, they, had to bring the, they had to bring the book. Letter. Like, J. Like, J. Yo, the encyclopedia. And then you had to And you didn't get it every year. So you was outdated. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we're old. I miss just, those times. Just by that. I miss the, you know dial, I miss so, the dial up. I miss I miss putting the, the you know, well, You're talking about dial. I'm talking about analog. I just miss the old shit. That's all. I'm old and grumpy. I miss, you know what I do miss? I'll, I'll I'll be old with you right here. Thank you. The, meet me at the park at six, and if you're not there at six, you're getting left, Jesus and then you, you just know what time to go home. Like no one's that. blowing your phone up. <laughs> yeah, like if you no ain't there at six. But now people could blow your phone up. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? I'm not home. Call the uh, house phone. Mm. One phone. One line, the house phone. No, I remember that. No call waiting. No call waiting. Star, when the streetlights come on, nigga, go home. God, damn. blocking numbers. Star sixty-seven. Nigga, what? what? <laughs> I didn't hear what you said, Joe. Your phone died, and then someone asked you a question, and you realize how much stuff you need to look at your phone. Oh, God. Somebody asked me, for like, a person I've known for a long time was like, yeah, just text me. I was like, I don't know your number, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, this is, like, automatic for someone I have, like, that. three numbers I have saved to memory. The rest, hey, you, I'm just you, like, you, you guys remember when I learned that lesson? Oh, I know. Here we go. So I've, I've actually been Here having my people that drive me not Rose use GPS. Wait, what? Not use GPS. How? Like if we're if you're driving me home to my crib, don't use GPS. Why? He said like, like the, Uber? Nostalgia. Huh? <laughs> no, no, you my people, my people that work with me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, you're yeah, saying yeah. that, yo? Yeah, like, for my people that work with not just like, that, but bro, you know where you're going. Like, why do you have to turn the GPS uh, on and have it tell you, yeah, you how to go what? home? So call, yo, no, that's a fair point. I've nah, used it's GPS brain power. I known before. So no, but it's brain power. Calling them dumb. No, like, don't be dumb. Don't no, be dumb. no, I'm saying don't that. dumb yourself out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, saying use your brain, brain. exercise your yeah. brain. I got you. I got like you. use the brain power that you have. I do the same shit. Like I know exactly how to drive home every day from work, and but you sometimes use still use GPS because sometimes they'll tell me which is the quickest route, and a lot of times I'm trying and to. How get many home other people quicker. do they tell the same shit to? Probably. Have you ever been driving using GPS, right? And it's always like route change. It's like cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, so every, you see everybody it. turning the same way. Everybody all of a sudden the same exit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we're dumb. Yeah, we are dumb. We are dumb. We are dumb. But this is why you need more pothead friends. That's yeah, the that's sheep mentality, though. This is how they think, bro. That's the sheep mentality. That's I don't right. like being the sheep mentality, nah, bro. He's, I like he's opened up a couple portals this, this episode. Like, we got to do that. It might be the jerk chicken as well. You might be like my therapist for like... Every, like every other week, just because the way he thinks, I, like, I never spot. thought of that. Oh, yeah, like I'm like, I need to I talk. I never thought of that. <laughs> I need He's to talk. Yo, 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 let's give me some jerk chicken. I need to talk real quick. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh my god, <laughs> that's why I'm bringing my podcast back so we can have those conversations. I'm about to say, let's talk about the podcast yeah. coming back, man. Uh, I was a guest on the show again many, full many years ago. Full, we're all full circle, right back again. And uh, I always said, uh, every time I ran into him, I'm like, yo, you gotta come do the show. You gotta come do the show. But now we. Fucking brought the we show came to, to you. God damn it. Uh, talk <laughs> so to me about the podcast, man. Um, obviously, uh, 
when I did it, it was uh, it was definitely it was. I can't. I don't even think I ever told you how helpful it was for me mentally. Like, because I was going through some shit. Like, my father had just passed, maybe like yep. several months before that, and like that was the first time I really got to just like express myself mm. in a way. And I, I wasn't probably did not the cry? best thing. I don't think I cried, but like I for sure was emotional mm-hmm. during that episode. But um, it was it was really it was really gratifying, man. And I never got to really thank you for that, bro. So I'm really happy to hear the podcast is coming back. But talk to me about it, real. I nah, appreciate it. So I mean, the podcast is really kind of this, right? It's it's conversations with our friends, yeah. and um, it's really to instigate those deeper conversations, the things that we don't like to talk about yeah. when we think we're only ones feeling these things. And our friend might be doing the same thing or going through the same thing, and we're both like, "Nah, we good." <laughs> yeah, right. That's that, that's the man mentality, right? Yeah. Well, oh, so, uh, but it, it's kind of like how we, like you were saying, society, right? We've been kind of programmed to be like yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah. Whether it's the men bravado thing, where it's like, "Yo, man up, son, keep pushing, don't cry, down. don't show don't, emotion, yeah, don't bitch up." Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or the women were like, "I ain't telling that bitch my business." Like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> but, but meanwhile, she might have been able to be like, "Yo, I'm going through the same thing," and so it's not to circumvent therapy. But it's to have open dialogue again, authenticity. Yeah. Right. When we're authentic, we can actually lead with our hearts instead mm-hmm. of thinking with our heads all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. This shit will drive us nuts. These eyes will drive us even crazier. So the podcast is Mask Off, uh, the intersection of life, mental health, and hip hop culture. Right. And it's just open dialogue with with the homies. Yeah. I just happen to have a lot of friends that are in certain places, no, and, and it's really and, dope. And, and <laughs> it's it's dope because you've seen a lot of walks of life. Right. You've seen a lot of things. You've experienced a lot of things. You've absorbed a lot of things. And I think Pause. it's very... Hey, yo. <laughs> you have had so many AOs today. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on I feel on like I'm here. sitting with Nims now. Hey, yo. No, but it, it, it's it's good to that you, that you have that ability, platform, and widespread range of, yeah. of, of people and um, experiences where you can do that. And I think a lot of people um, don't know where to go to get that specific kind of experience. Yeah. So, like, what is there? A, is there a responsibility that you feel like you have with this this platform? Do you feel like it's a not a job, but like a necessity for your group, your comrades, your 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 cohorts? I mean, I think it's part of my purpose. Like I said, my purpose earlier is to hold space so others feel safe to be their authentic selves. Yeah. And if we're living in a time where people don't want to be authentic, they want to put whatever on social media, and then they back home, like, depressed or sad or not feeling good, like, now nah, we should be able to talk about it all. Right. Like, let's show the full circle of everything. And that's what it is. So it's a conversation from when you're born all the way up to where you are now, where people right. see you. And it's to say, like... Look, these people have success, and you see them on social media, whatever else, or whatever shows, or however they perform, but you don't know what it took for them to get there, mm. right? And hearing some of those things, even for me, like, when I did Victor interview with Victor Cruz, I was like, I didn't know half the shit he was saying. I, was, I knew him for, like, six, seven years, yeah. you yeah. know? And it's like, wow, people need to hear those things because there's somebody going through something similar to that right now and might be ready to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, why? Like, let's have these conversations. Let's be out there because the more you talk about it, the more, one, you're not going to feel alone, but two, you'll probably get support from your peoples. Yeah. And if you don't, you probably don't need those people anyway. Yeah. And so that's better support. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they, it's going to work out one way or the other. You can't yeah. heal what you don't reveal. Exactly. And two, when you reveal it, some people tend to reveal themselves. Yep. And you either get closer or you say, you know what? Yeah. I can live without this I person. Think, I think, um, 
you know, the, the, the key point you said about, about Victor Cruz, like, you like, I know this for six, seven years, and I didn't know he, half the shit he was going through. I think when people reach that wall or they reach that, they reach that thing where it's just like, I can't go on. But they're, they're looking at us. Mm. They might be looking at Kaz and you and Rosie or Jake or, you know, Ben. Like, they mean looking at us like, oh, these niggas got it. They made mm-hmm. it, this, and the third. But like, mm. bro, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going through some shit right now. Yeah. I just know how to keep it together. Yep. So if they hear a conversation, like, you know, on your platform, they hear us talking. They're like, yo, these niggas are... Sometimes we're not to big us up, you know, big us ourselves up, but sometimes we are mythical figures. Like, these niggas is... Yo, Cats is on MSG and Lowe's on Apple Music and Rosie's in Sweden and this, that, and the third. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you said she's swinging? Right, she's swinging somewhere. No, <laughs> no, like, my. She's on vacation. Wow. Like, no, but my point is, like, they're looking at us like yeah. it's there, it's there, it's there, but then they hear us talk like this and it's like, oh, they are. Yeah. They they do go through. They are yeah. struggling. They are whatever the case is. So yeah, your your, your platform serves as that purpose. Like yeah. nah, nigga, you ain't the only one going through it. Yeah. And I don't care how successful we are now or going to be, nigga, we still go through it. Yeah. So that encourages them to be like, okay, right. I, I don't have to stop yep. because they're still going at this. No, point. and to add to that, and, and then you can speak, cousin. I'll just be done. To yeah. add to that, I like that because. Um, Oftentimes, like you guys are saying, like the male thing, whatever. Sometimes people are just the person that shows up for everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. feel me? Like the life of the party, the person that just shows up for everybody else. That's they you. don't. Uh, huh? That's you. That's me. That's me. But <laughs> no, those people go through shit too. Yeah. That's what no, I'm saying. That's right. why I did like an, uh, I did a, an experiment on Twitter, like I would say like last year, mm. where I was like, yo, I'm not going to text anybody and mm. I'm going to see who reaches out. Like mm. I tweeted it. And I remember certain people like, are you good? Like mm. everything okay? And I'm like, how hard is that? I mean, uh, it was just a little social experiment. No, I, I'm like, I stop reaching out so much to people. I think, I think Let's we see definitely. Looks for me. I think we definitely get a little comfortable in social media and our phones and being like, "Oh, he's good. I could just I saw him on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, hey. I seen him. I could text him. He, he, he oh, he posts on Instagram. Like, right. oh, he posts. Yeah, oh, he's you know. Right. And yeah. uh, and I think especially us in, in in this. That's our heat check, right? In in this yeah. in this uh, line of business, whether uh, I'll just I'll just say within the hip hop community. Um, it's it's very easy to like not check on the strong friends and not yep. necessarily have to because a lot of times to be completely honest it's it's a heavy conversation sometimes a lot of times yep. folks will say yo you doing good actually and, no no they don't want to open that up oh my god how much time you got that, yeah we're going through and start crying and shit like this like, right. like, all of these is one question like nigga I'm going I can't do this anymore <laughs> but that's, thank god but that's real though man uh, and um uh, you know it, it's been uh I, I'm so happy that the podcast is coming back because I love seeing spaces like that I love seeing people that you know we either admire or look up to or just are fans of sort of like you said be their most authentic selves and i think uh, spaces for that is extremely important and i'm i'm really happy to see it come back man like i think everything I, you know you know how i feel about you man i've known you for years everything you do is always just have positive energy exude from it whether it's from the chef for hire whether it's from working in the industry all this type of stuff. Anytime I see you, it's always just good ass vibes and man, good shout intentions. Out to, shout out to Hawaii Dylan, man. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Dylan, bro. Wasn't it Hawaii D? <laughs> hey. 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 It might be for the ladies, Rosie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yo, you imagine somebody Yo. calls a Hawaii mic in front of you and it says Hawaii D? Hey. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yo, 
Mother. Yo, I swear on my mother. After this episode stops recording, I will never ever call you that again. I just, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm changing his name this, to Hawaiian yo, Billy. It's, it's Hawaiian Mike to the death of me, but I just had to get these jokes in. Man. Just finding that shit out now, in this instance, I'm like, oh yeah, I got it. Like, yeah, but that's the beauty, right? Yeah. And then think about finding that out about people you look up to, people you admire, yeah, yeah, people yeah. that influence you, yeah. right? Like, that's that's awesome, you know? And and this really happened, like, Bum B is probably one of the, my most, like, influential people that got me wanting to do it, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of the conversations we used to have, mm-hmm. it was just that, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like... Y'all need to make some infused trill burgers, by the way. I need that, need that. <laughs> yeah. you, you heard it here first. I need that, yo. Yeah, yo collaboration. Yo, um, he's that, right here. Um, Come you to know. New York, bro. Build up. Build yeah. up and cook up right here in his we, shop. We've right never here. talked about that before. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, he said, y'all are so creative. <laughs> Put wow. you a genuine idea. Oh, what a good idea, guys. But, but we need that. We need that. That point. We need that push. Yeah, like, nah, you know, nah, let's bro, go. Bro, like, bro, we, we, we ready we for that. I have one more question. Um, when the restaurant op- is a serious question, by the way, when the restaurant opens, <laughs> why are you looking at me like I'm about to start joking? <laughs> Y'all look like <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid ass questions. <laughs> yeah, get out Don't of here. Don't say YD. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't say Dylan. Um, the uh, the cocktails will they be infused as well? Um, so everything will be an option. An option. Everything's yeah. an option. I just wanted will to know. always be an option because we're because we're 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 gonna come. I, I might. Dude. Uh, there might be a day where we would be alone by part I might do the field trip. He said he's gonna land us safely. I so I might do the infused cocktail. I'll tell you this: we're about an hour and a half, almost an hour and a half into that uh, edama- that uh, edible. <laughs> that, that, oh, you hot? <laughs> I'm actually good. I'm like, I'm like, all right, this is nice. It's I'm a, like, it's, it's not. Smooth. It's very smooth, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can you, start to you feel could, a little you bit. You also didn't tasty. have a home meal. But yeah, it's super light too. No, it's super yeah, light. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, I can feel a little bit. But so also, but also, all right, look. So we did a tasting menu last night. We did a dinner for all the dispensaries here in New York, okay. right? The legal ones. Okay. And some of the card holders <laughs> and everything. So we did all past food, right? And I can't control how many pieces people are gonna eat. Right. Right. So if I was to put too much. People be laid out. Yeah. But also, I know that these are all smokers. So the ones that are going to eat... They know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah right? So you got to give them enough, but also kind of curate and control as best you can. Yes. I mean, yes. it's like me being at an open bar. You know right, right. right. They're they not going to be like, yeah, here's they, the bottle, they, they, like, like, okay, only one hold at on, Hold on, Two hours later. <laughs> Shout out to all my single mothers, my nigga. Yeah, like, Two hours yeah. later, he's... Behind the bar. Where's the microphone? Oh, yo, behind the AJ booth. Or on stage. Doing something stupid. Oh, my God. So, yes, I get that. Like Mania. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wally Mania. Shout out to Dallas. Mike, man, we could do this all day long, and I really wish we could, but we got a jet. But thank you so much for having us in your humble abode. We do not have to. No, no, no. We want to get on the commercial flight. And land safely. And land safely. And land no jet over here. Well, but, uh, we're, we're not jetting nowhere. I, I guess last question I want to ask before we wrap up. Uh, let's just talk about when uh, this the, the restaurant will be open. Yep. 
uh, just the details. I guess if you want to give the address to where this place is going to be, uh, I'm sure a lot of folks would like to come swing by, man. Talk to yeah. Um, so we'll be open in May. We're going to do like a soft opening in May, probably fully open in June. Um, it's Fly Private. It's going to be a celebration of hip hop through global food culture. And uh, you'll get a lot of like the food that we served here where we're going to mix and mash different food cultures around the world. Awesome. You know? Awesome. So it'll be fun. But we're in Brooklyn. Um, come find us on Chef for Hire or Fly Private Social. And uh, if you make it here, you'll make it here. If not, <laughs> I'm not forcing you. I ain't going to go chase you down. You I'm go. definitely not just giving you the address. Uh, just, you know, just, I just, I just want to ask this from the heart. Will you ever have hookah here? <laughs> no? Okay. No. Right. From the heart? I know. That really came heart. from his soul. Okay, from his soul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that really came no. from the heart. I will never come in this bitch and look for hookah. If I'm coming in here, I'm coming for the Don't jerk chicken. Don't bring it either, though. I'm not. I'm not. Don't bring I'm a portable hookah. I'm not going to bring the pen. Okay. I'm coming here for the jerk chicken. You got a hookah pen? Oh, you know they what? sell little portable oh, yeah. hookahs. No, they, they sell the little, the little pens. Yeah. I'm demanding. Really? I'll bring you one from yeah. the high. You go to a smoke hey, shop yo. and they like it's like forty five, fifty dollars, and that shit lasts like three weeks, bro. Trust That's me. That's wild. Yeah, they're the pens. You learn something new every day. You sure do, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you know, Mike, you know, I've seen your progression. Love what you're doing. Love your energy. You've always been the same person from day one to day three sixty five. You haven't changed. You progress. It's it's love to see where you are and where you're going and you know i love the fact that we can do this with our friends i'm, I'm glad that kaz got me in here to do this with our friends and rosie just being a friend um <laughs> I, love how, I love how rosie always gets like the wax rosie's one of the most intricate important parts of this podcast so shout out to rosie and we oh, love her it's gonna be May, you said? Yeah. It's going to be such a May. Brooklyn summer. No. Oh, it's going to be so <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah, we're going to be pulling up. And we're going to do it for I'm... Brooklyn. The yes. stoop's going to be popping. Ooh, when y'all yes. come through, y'all got to get the flick on the stoop with yeah. us. Like, this is Brooklyn. We're going to celebrate that. Shout out to, yeah, yeah. yeah, Mike, man, we love you, bro. Speaking of flicking it up on the, on, the, on, the, on the stoop, let's go do that right now. Guys, let's thank go. you so much for joining us. Lo, what you got going on this weekend, bro? Uh, Driving my girl crazy. Hey, Whoa. welcome to club, baby. Uh, watching, <laughs> watching the Knicks take their first playoff win at MSG this year. Hey, oh, you're going? No, I'm watching. He said watching, watching. Like, yeah, like, you hot? I just want to know. What are you doing, Rosie? I just want to know. Well, yeah, I just don't sing ever again. Okay, but Rosie, well. what you doing? I'm watching playoffs. I'm watching playoffs. Kaz, are you going to be at the Garden? I'm going to be at the Garden Friday night. Oh. It's going to be wild. <laughs> Wild, wild uh, 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 nights. Yes. Um, I'm gonna try and pull up to one of these Rangers Devils games too. I think we ready. Yeah, we ready for that. We ready Man, for that. Man, it's a wild time in New York City. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Ask guys. Don't don't, see, don't, don't, do do don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do so it. So give me a piece Please of advice. Don't How do it. Who got tickets? I mean, to the game? Uh, he's like, don't even ask. You got a first one. <laughs> yeah, like, don't, like, you you don't, don't even start selling selling your, your eggs. <laughs> wow. That's what it's going for right now. <laughs> you got wow. eggs. You're asking for playoff <laughs> tickets for the New, New York, York Knicks. Knicks. At Correct. Madison Square Garden. Correct. They could possibly go Correct. to or win this series. This probably be sold out when they're losing. You got yeah, right. I'm like, yo, Correct. Listen, I gotta, am asking for that. You Correct. Got, you got to bust out one of them eggs. I always, I always feel like before wow. before we leave I'm every like, episode, I always got to you know, Kaz is becoming I'm one of the most. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Kaz is becoming one of those biggest, big, big talking heads, yeah. big analysts 
for everything NBA, NFL. So I have to ask him, you know, whatever's popping in the NBA right now, I always have to ask him the question before we leave. Okay. We saw what happened with Draymond. It's a bonus. What okay. are your thoughts on that? My, my, my immediate thoughts were uh, Draymond definitely doesn't have the, the benefit of uh, innocence in his back pocket. When has he ever? Uh, he's not, this, the playoffs definitely do not start until Draymond does some bullshit. So mm. now the playoffs can officially start. But I think in this case, it wasn't necessarily all his fault. That wasn't it all wasn't, his fault. It was like, not. It was, it was not. You know, it was the second time homeboy grabbed his ankle. Yeah, like, DeMontis yeah. Sabonis tried to pull down Klay Thompson. They had a fast break going. He, was already he, grabbed, at the court, like, he grabbed the leg real quick, and then he sold that stomp to the chest like he was Eddie Guerrero. Like, yeah, he was like, ah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, he like, he stepped on you, yes, but like he tried to do the hop over it to yeah. not fully do the full like Bronx tail stomp through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he tried to, he's trying to run, he's trying to run the break. So obviously, I, I don't know. I think Draymond probably misses a game. You know what I mean? Adam Silver, he can't, he can't let that shit slide. You know what I mean? So I think he might miss a game, but. Um, I had the Kings winning this series anyway, so I thought. I, I think know. The Kings, I thought Warriors got it. I think. I think the Kings are going to win this series. Um, I think <laughs> it's going to go seven. I think it's going to go seven. <laughs> it, 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 I think it probably seven. will. It's going to go six. I think. I think the Warriors win these next two at yeah, home. Yeah, of course, of course. It's my whole thing is the Warriors can't. They haven't won on the road all season long. Like right. every every important game on the road, they and they've lost. never been down 2-0 in the playoff series. That's true. I mean, yeah. that's true. Wow, I haven't even seen that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think about that. So I mean, who knows, man? Lesser men than me have bet against light skin Jesus, and I'm not going to do it right now. So, and one, and, and, and one, and, and one more, on one more, because you know we we went to the to, you know to the beautiful Wayne tour at the Apollo Theater. Yes, on sir. Sunday night. Ah! Shout out Karen Civil. Shout out Karen Civil. Shout out Young Money uh, Entertainment. Yeah, Money Entertainment. Shout out Cam. Pulled up. The, you know, the hospitality over there. Um, yes. So yeah, I I I just want to address this real quick. Why did y'all invite me? You were not in town. You, you, were were you weren't even here. I saw you on Snapchat. What you mean? Uh, Nigga, you just made <laughs> it yesterday. What are you talking about? about? I just want to know where my invite was. You just wanted to invite. Now you know how it feels, right? <laughs> 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 I didn't get an invite either. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Maybe we invited the Dreamville. Like, I ain't get no invite. Where's my phone call? Where's my phone call? So I was home. So I was in my I want to see Boston Cole. I want to see Trey and Cole. I want to see Usher and Burner Boy. Like, what the fuck? Um, no, you know, when I got to the concert, you know, I was very skeptical. But, like, he reminded me that, you know, even though I still believe that 50 will beat him, the, the, just how he did it, mm. how he performed, mm. what he performed. Mm. How he got in and he out of these records. Voodoo no, on, you see? no, I still feel how I feel. <laughs> that Wayne Voodoo hit. There's it was nothing, razzle dazzle in the it's, air. It's, it's nothing wrong with being reminded. Always, yes, baby. There's nothing wrong with being, like we were here's all the, in the building. Here's but, the thing that I think a lot of people didn't understand with your take. A lot that has, it's, it's still that has taken off, all, taken all the life is on. And he's not saying Wayne is ass. Wayne, like, yeah, like Wayne keep, clearly preach. has where the bells at? Hello, fucking records. Keep going. Yeah, he clearly has hello, fucking records, right? Yes. But I understood where you were coming from. Right. From the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta pick twenty songs. You gotta sequence them right. You All you gotta do is get right. to twelve. Wait, is yes. there gonna be a versus? I, I think we're about to speak it into existence. I think. Oh, <laughs> I was like, 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 like we've been we've been really like speaking it like into the, between into the you, between the Breakfast Club, between Hot ninety seven, between yeah. all these platforms. I I'm thought like, versus was over. This is just, I thought no, they come back. They come back. They're gonna come back. I think they're gonna speak this into existence. And I think it was good for them to kind of take some time off. They were kind of they were losing. The last couple verses was like. 
they really lost a lot. The last good one was Locks and Dips. They, right. they lost things. Right. So if they do come back, I do think they're going to come back with a vengeance. And I think with all this talk, we, I mean, remember here first, if it does end up happening, I think this motherfucker helps speak it into existence. That being said... I think I host it. I under, <laughs> that's right. You got to host that shit, too. <laughs> I, uh, the Wayne show was incredible. Yeah, uh, I yeah, had this fat yeah. dude next to me that I almost had to beat up because he kept touching me. And he had a white beater on and he was stinky and musty. I and know. What, yo, you arm. were sitting right I by the sitting bar. Right ne- no, not by the bar. I was, uh, I was on the mezzanine. No, yeah, and, but... But do you see this tech, this black dude I know in the tank top that was musty as hell? Yeah, I know you're talking this about. This dude, shout out to Keith Nelson. He's the, he's the, um, he's the uh, 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 culture editor at Men's and Fitness. He was sitting right next to me. Okay. And he could attest to this story as well. <laughs> um, it was just this dude. He was obviously he was super drunk. happy. Yeah. He was super drunk. Yeah. But like... Just, Super musty. Just picture how he smelled. Musty, musty, dusty, He was dusty. in a tank top. <laughs> he was heavy. Yeah. He was... Jumping. No offense, you know what I mean? He was he was drunk and, and you know... Fat. Fat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you could only imagine how this man smelled yeah. as I'm trying to enjoy <laughs> this way. That B.O. Right? was yeah. moving. He kept, like, elbowing, and then, like, he's, like, he coming up and, like... putting a dance and, and, yo, and me, 99% of the time, I'm with it. I'm like, yeah, fuck me, smelled. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just kept touching me and touching me and grabbing me and yeah. knocking into me. Yeah. And it's a sign <laughs> seats up there, so I'm just like, yo... I asked him the first time, hey, man, just please don't touch me. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we have to go, but hey, it's fun, man. Nah, yeah, just slide over. He was like, no, nah, man, we in Brooklyn. I'm like, actually, nah, we're yeah, in Harlem. Cool. No, we're in Harlem. Real conversation. Real conversation. I'm not super. That's why I knew he was fucked up. I'm like, I'm like, we're, we're at the bottom. Like, we're at the bottom. It doesn't get more Harlem than this. It really does. My brother in Christ. So, I'm trying to talk to him because this nigga is clearly inebriated, and I gained nothing for beating up a drunk nigga at the party. And on top of that, I'm you don't fight, show. Cass. You don't. Listen, I was, nah, I was nah, dangerously close to beating this nigga up. Beat my ass, but y'all know that was, story. Because it, it went on for like sixty percent of the show. Like Man. he would, he would jump up, he would jump down, he would throw his hat into the crowd. He was just the dude that everybody was looking at. Like this Yo, motherfucker is calling. What the fuck are you doing? And he was yeah. right next to me the whole time. So yeah. at one point, so everybody I, thought that, like that was your man's problem. No, I asked. I was asking around. I'm like, Yo, does anybody know this nigga? Like, why does he keep? Why does he touch me? I'm like, yo, stop. And then eventually his girl came down. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're together. I'm like, yo, please get this nigga away from me, yo. Like, I I have so much to lose. I do not want to beat this nigga up. And I love Wayne. I do not want to... He probably was a Knicks fan. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, this has been an episode of Sailors oh, and Rosie. Man, like man. always, subscribe at youtube.com slash Kazim. Find us anywhere you stream podcasts. And like we always do with this time, stay free, stay safe, and always stay last. These episodes are getting funnier and funnier. And fat guy in, in the Apollo. Not Brooklyn. Not Brooklyn, please keep your musty ass <laughs> to your fucking self. <laughs> See y'all next week, people. Y'all the best way to end this shit. Keep your musty ass.